Greetings one and all. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're tuned in to the BCWB, the Bison Crest Weekly Broadcast. Your one and only source for the happenings around our small little town. Here's your host, you know him, Henry Foggy. Hello and salutations, strangers, friends, and neighbors alike. Thank you for tuning in to the Bison Crest Weekly Broadcast. I'm your host, Henry Foggy, and we're coming to you from the basement of the Bison Crest Town Hall. For those of you tuning in to our podcast for the first time, this is the pilot episode, so I'd imagine most of you are tuning in for the first time. I like to open up each episode with a little bit of history about our little town here and just educate the folks at home and those of you that call this place home who want to learn more about why we call Bison Crest our home. This day in history in 1819, Indian Chief Elk Red Cloud came across a valley where he saw thousands of bison grazing on the plains. As he studied the animals, he looked up and saw a lone bison on the hill standing watch over the others. Cautiously, he approached this bison and began making conversation and asked for permission to use the land and the herd to help his people prosper. At first, the great bison was weary, but after seeing the chief's men interacting so kindly with the bison, he agreed under the condition that the valley remain home for the herd and they only take what is needed. With a hoofed handshake, the agreement was settled and shortly after, Europeans came across the valley and made friends with the Indians and bison alike. Indian Elk Red Cloud then named the town Bison Crest on this day in 1819. Shortly after settling, Mr. Arthur Schaefer and his men invaded the small town and killed all who inhabited it. In what's known as the Battle of Bison Crest, 400 perished and thousands of bison were slaughtered. Schaefer kept Chief Elk Red Cloud alive for intimidation if the other Indian tribes around tried to intimidate them. The legend goes that before he was hung in the center of town, the great bison appeared before him once again and the chief asked for help and placed a curse on the land and all those who inhabit it. But that's just a little story that we like to tell the tourists to draw them into our little town of Bison Crest that we call home. I'm Henry Folge, and you're listening to the BCWB, the Bison Crest Weekly Broadcast, coming to you from Bison Crest, Kansas. Stay tuned! When that candle we call life has burned out, and the ashes have lost their earthly glow, fear not, for J.R. Possum and Sons has got you covered. Here at the Final Walk Funeral Home, we love the dead. Though they may rise one day, we make sure those we've lost wait and comfort for the second coming. Our one-of-a-kind dual latch system coffin features a latch on the outside as well as an exit latch on the inside. Many makes and models to choose from. Pick wisely, for the dead will rise and plague us all. Final Walk Funeral Home will be the last ones to let you down. Located just three miles past mile marker 34 off Double D Highway on the left. We look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, everyone, thank you, and welcome back to the first episode of the Bison Crest Weekly Broadcasts. As you heard in the intro, I'm your host, Henry Folge. Um, a little bit of dark history about our little town that a lot of folks don't know, uh, especially visitors passing through. Odds are, if you're listening to this and you're from the town, you're familiar with that story. You probably heard it um, growing up 
and sitting around the fireplace, sometimes I know my grandmother would tell it to me, my grandfather would tell it to me, my aunts and uncles, everyone told me that story at one point or another, and the, the funny thing is, it it never changes. It's always the same tale over and over, which kind of leads you to believe, well, it's just got to be true. Now, the, to give you guys a little bit of uh, background on our show, what we're going to be doing here is... Um, we're going to be bringing on people from our community of Bison Crest and just kind of let everyone listening get to know them, get to know our community. And we we really think we got a special place that we call home here, and we love for you all to come visit and see what we're all about. Without further ado, we're going to start with some events that are going around town. This week, there's a fundraiser for the Bison Crest Animal Shelter taking place at the City Heart Library. Stop by and purchase some gently used books, movies, and pet toys to benefit the cause. A 50-50 raffle will be held, and the proceeds all benefit the Bison Crest Animal Shelter. Stop by and learn about the animals available for adoption, including cats, dogs, hamsters, and a select variety of reptiles. Bring your receipt from the fundraiser to the shelter for 60% off your adoption. When you bring in your old or undesired animals, you can have them euthanized for free with the adoption of a new family pet. Say goodbye to Fido and hello Fluffy. For any further questions contact the animal shelter by fax and this is a great event i attend almost every year when i can um i've gotten a new pet i think almost every single year and i just bring in the old one and they euthanize them and then i get to pick out a new one and it's really great especially for those families with kids who get real tired of uh of their pets i I know that new kind of puppy feeling disappears real quickly and uh it's kind of that old switcheroo you can do it when the kids are off at summer camp. They leave and then they got they got Fido and they come back and you got Fluffy just sitting there. <coughs> uh, hey, uh, we're gonna have to get a cough button if you're gonna keep doing. That. <coughs> I'm I'm sorry, Russell. Uh, everyone else listening, that was the voice of Russell. Russell, I don't know. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I am Russell. I run the uh, radio broadcast down here in the boiler room. Yeah, uh, Russell's a producer. Uh, He's very kind to be assisting us. He doesn't have any radio experience, but he had some microphones, and we read about doing podcasting online, and so here we are. I took him out of the bathrooms. Another event going on this week, the local 4-H club is hosting its monthly farmer's market on Linen Street this Saturday. Stop by to sample some homemade goods and fresh livestock, courtesy of local farmers and the community. A merry-go-round and Ferris wheel will be available for children over 48 inches tall, those under 48 inches are welcome to play in the hog pen. A waiver must be signed prior to participating and can be found on the Bison Crest 4-H website. And this is the one that I think is the most exciting, everybody. Um, this is one where we really want you guys, if you're listening from out of town, whether you're, you're uh, an hour away, a couple hours away, a, a plane ride away, we want you to know that the Bison Crest Bicentennial Festival is coming up this fall. We're coming up on 200 years of our little town being established. A parade and week of festivities will be held to celebrate our heritage. I have a float in the parade. Is it uh, is it for the podcast or is it for something else, Russell? It's for a hobby. Okay. Uh, is it a big float? Top or? secret. I can't talk about it. Okay. Well, if you want to see Russell's float and tons of other floats from other local businesses... Please join us this fall. I don't think a date's been set. It'll probably be announced here in the coming weeks. It should be a lot of fun. Like I said, we'll celebrate our heritage, some samples, some local wares, 
meet your neighbors, and if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact the Visit Bison Crest office for any questions or to volunteer. And we would love to see folks come down for that event. we got some great local hotels. we got a lot of great restaurants around town. And the event itself should be tons of fun. Next up on the agenda is headlines. Our first headline this week. Pirates invade themed restaurant refuse to leave. A group of marauders known around town as the White Cap Willies have taken over a local establishment, Jim's Shrimp Hut, and are refusing to leave. When asked about the situation, Whitecap Willie replied, Arg, no comment. Then proceeded to slap a reporter with fish remains. Bison Crest police are keeping watch over the situation following the firing of a cannon into a local grocery store across the street. There are no injuries reported at this time. Local mother gives birth to septuplets seven years apart. Janice Morrow, 22, recently completed labor and gave birth to her seventh consecutive son in the last seven years. This bizarre labor was closely followed by the Bison Crest Station Channel 9 and is being reported as the longest time spent in labor. When asked about her children, Janice replied, There has to be something in the water here. I love my boys. Janice is being sent to Miller Sanatorium for further evaluation regarding her psychological condition as none of the children born appeared to be human. Children will be donated to the zoo's research team for further study. Bison Crest's Attorney General murdered. Tim Tan, a tabby cat who had served as Attorney General Bison Crest for eight consecutive terms, was found bloodied and discombobulated last Thursday morning shortly before dawn. The tabby leapt from the fourth floor window and the fall proved to be fatal. Witnesses reportedly saw a cloaked man leaving the scene. Services will be held at the Bison Crest Catholic Church next Saturday. Condolences can be left with Mr. Tan's office. He is survived by his wife of 14 years, Edna. So those are the headlines this week. Uh, some interesting things going around town. Obviously, people are shaken up by Tim Tan, who is a beloved figure of the community, and his unexpected passing. The, and to those pirates... <clears throat> excuse you, Russell. You know this is uh it's a broadcast. We can't we can't just take those things off. And he's just giving me a look. Um but I I'm gonna continue. Like a, like a cough. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Pardon me. As I was saying. Um but this whole situation with the pirates taking over Jim Shrimp Hut and this isn't the first time. These this group, the White Cap Willies, they're kind of a I'm not sure when they rolled into town. They got a, a pirate captain, and they got three or four uh, scallywaggers, I think is what they call them, that kind of pal around with them, and they've been causing trouble for the last 10, 15 years. They've got a, a small fishing boat that they've painted like a pirate ship, and they paddle around in Bison Crest Lake, and they try and siege other people's boats, and usually people just laugh them off, and they leave them alone, but... This, I think, is the most serious thing they've done, but maybe we'll see if we can get one of them on the show in the next few weeks and see what's going through their mind. But anyway, so those are those are some things going on, some of the headlines that are making the news in our town. And next, we'll be moving on to funeral announcements. As we said, Tim Tan has passed away. His services will be next Saturday at Bison Crest Catholic Church. Um, we did just tell you this, but if you need additional information, Information, it is on our website and on the site of the Bison Crest Attorney General. Robbie Martins, 78, passed away Friday due to complications after checking on the combine of his tractor. 
The only witness was his dog, Scruffy, who was sitting in the driver's seat when police arrived. He was pronounced dead at the scene. No services will be held, and all his belongings are left to Scruffy. Sandy Graves, 112, passed away Thursday. She died of complications regarding a recent face transplant operation that was done here in town. Per the wishes of the deceased, she will be cremated and her ashes will be fired in a cannon at the Bison Crest Bicentennial. Arrangements are being performed by the Final Walk Funeral Home. Donations are entrusted to the Bison Crest 4-H Club and can be left at the funeral home. Well, that's all the boring stuff out of the way, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to get to the, the main event, the reason why we are doing this podcast. Um, as I said before, we we got a lot to offer here at Bison Crest, and I thought it would be really great to bring in some people from the community each week. And you guys can get to know us and get to know our little town. And I hope you just enjoy listening to them. They have a lot of great stories to tell, and they can tell you all about what makes Bison Crest amazing. Um and if you're part of big business and you're listening, you'll see our town has a lot to offer. And we'd love for you to come talk to us. So without further ado, our very first guest that we're bringing on is a friend we all know and love. You've probably seen him if you head to the zoo. He helps take care of all the animals. If it weren't for him, our zoo probably would not be open anymore. Uh, he puts in the blood, sweat, and tears to make everything possible every day at the zoo and get the animals fed and well taken care of. And we'd like to welcome our very first host, the zookeeper of the Bison Crest Wildlife Sanatorium, Dusty Rogers. Well, hi. Thanks for having me. Hello, Dusty. Thank you so much for coming on. Henry, it's so nice to see you again. It is nice. I, I think last time we saw each other, it was at, uh, was at one of the, your open houses that you had. It was. I, we had so many people turn up, we had to shoot people away. Really? Was it a lot of people from town, or did people from out of town come and visit? It wasn't my house. Oh, that's right. What was I thinking? Yeah, and your house isn't really that big. No. So we had, what, probably a dozen, two dozen people there, maybe? Passerbys. People came through. It's open door. Just stopping by to see what was going on. Yeah. How the hell are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, as you know, we're, we're starting a broadcast. So good to see you. It is great to see you. Thank you, Dusty. We you are, look well. I feel well. I'm I'm getting more sleep than I have been. Sorry, I ha- I I hate to interrupt you all the time. Go ahead. I'm I'm doing very well. Thank you, Dusty. Um So for those of you who don't know Dusty or haven't seen Dusty around town, Dusty, do you want to take a minute just to tell the folks at home kind of who you are, what you do and what what are you doing here today? Oh, sure. Yeah. Thank Hank, Henry. Thank you so much. Can't call Hank? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Thanks, Hank. So basically, I'm just, as as he said, I'm the zookeeper here at Buffalo Crest Memorial Zoo. Is that what it's called? I, I Oh, yeah, I had the name written down wrong. It is the Buffalo Crest, the Bison Crest. What did I say? <laughs> you said the Buffalo Crest Memorial Zoo. I've worked at so many zoos in my, in my past this, lives, in I, my time. I think the zoo, the zoo that we have here in town that you work for is the Bison Crest Wildlife Sanatorium. Oh, yes, that's right. The Bison Crest Sanatorium. Wildlife Sanatorium. The the Bison Crest Sanatorium is another... That's another animal preserve. It's another preserve. facility. <laughs> Bison Crest Animal Wildlife Preserve Sanatorium. That's the one. It says so on my name badge. It does. And that is... Is that real gold on your badge? It's, yes. Fool's gold. Fool's I gold. I mined it myself while we were digging out a new koi pond. Koi pond? Yeah. 
did we have a, a a different koi pond previously? We had to fill it in. I had to fill in the old one. Why did we have to fill in the old one? Too many people got down in there, and we couldn't get them out. How? So if if I were interested in doing a, a koi pond in my backyard, how deep would I need to dig it? Well, our koi pond was about a thousand feet. Oh wow! Give the or old, take the old one. The old one. I can't really talk about it right now. Okay, that's fine. We don't. We it don't might have to, come up later in conversation. We don't have to dive into details right now. Is well, what's the question? The question was. I haven't slept in days, Henry. Are you? Do you not? I don't sleep in that residence no more. Okay. Um. Well, I'll just. How about this? How about we? We'll take a few steps back. I'll repeat the question. Slow it down. We'll start fresh. Okay. I'll, I'll slow it down. Okay. Dusty, I just <coughs> want you to take a minute. Tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, uh, where you're from, and how you came here to Bison Crest. Well, Henry, thank you. Uh, sorry I had a bug twitch my throat. Oh, that's fine. That's actually much better. Thanks. Yeah. It does number just staying hydrated every day. But once again, thank you for having me on the show. Of course. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here Uh talk about my love, my passion of tending to these wonderful God's creatures in the Bison Crest Wildlife Preserve. And so you... You seem to have a passion for animals. When, Absolutely. When did all this start? Well, you see, I was a transfer. I'm from out of state, not a natural born here. See, my brothers and I, we all grew up down in Chicago, a little further south out in the rural plains mm-hmm. area of Illinois. Yep. And they moved away after college. They got their careers. One made it out here as a veterinarian, then the other one, I believe, is a... Uh, yeah, that's right, Dr. Rogers. Yeah, yeah. He's He's got a practice practice here and then yeah, uh, he, he works with the animal hospital or the the animal shelter and that's takes right care of all the euthanizations that's right he's always telling me about it send me letters mostly about that my other brother uh he came out here as well uh, following in his big brother's footsteps i believe he's a uh or he tells me he was a uh, pest exterminator animal control something yep. like that yep uh deals with the vermin and all, yes, all yes, those different you're, things you're thinking of uh roger's pest control that's right yeah yeah, he, he comes and he sprays my house about once every six months, takes care of all my termites, all my bugs, all my critters. You're lucky that's all he sprays. Yeah. So I figured I'd follow my big brother's footsteps and I'd, I'd travel on here to Bison Crest and live out my dream, follow my dream. All of us brothers, we grew up on an ostrich farm out, out in rural Illinois. Ostrich farm? Yeah, we had all sorts of how exotic many, birds. How many ostriches did you have on this farm? We had one big one. How big? And then a few small ones. How big was the big one? Big one, he stood, well, he was a rare breed, something special. He stood close to, I believe, what was it? I, I, I know most ostriches are probably, I don't know, five and a half, six yeah, feet the, tall. The average ones we got here down at the zoo, they're about nine, ten feet tall. Dear this, Lord. This ostrich, though, uh, this one was, he, he had to stand about 15, 16 feet. Almost about a two-story building, I'd say. Damn. That's a big ostrich. It's a big ostrich. I bet he laid big eggs. Big eggs, yes, indeed. Yeah, we uh, every morning, noon and night, we'd have omelets. Start cooking in the morning. Be so ready by supper time. That's for sure. You predominantly ate ostrich eggs growing up. Did you guys eat the ostriches for meat? Did you use their feathers for anything? No. Did you race them? No, not really. We just kind of had that big one out in the field every now and, and then. Did, did he keep watch over the others? What was he there for? No, we had about three ostriches on our on our ostrich farm. The big one killed most okay. of them. Uh, it was a bloodbath. Oh, that's terrible. 
It was an absolute massacre. So you didn't you didn't put down the big one after the massacre? No, he stated his dominance. He told us, "Look, buddy." You know, so he he killed him, and he said, "Okay, we we understand. You're we'll the leave big you one. Be. You're, You're the, the boss. One. You're the boss. Big boss on campus here." After my brothers left, it was just me and this big ostrich hanging out in rural Illinois, and I said, "You know, hey, hey, Chanticleer. That's what we called." And he said, "That's Mister Chanticleer to you." And did did he? figuratively say that no he said it with his mind and took into my mind we had a link a mental link um really you know spending so much time with mr chanticleer uh really brought me closer to him and uh we had an unspeakable bond Mm -hmm. oh that's that's wild yeah so so you're growing up on this ostrich farm you got you got the 15 foot tall mr chanticleer ostrich has killed all the others your two brothers are left uh what about your parents what happened to your parents you know i don't really know what happened to them it's really still a cold case out there okay Um, that's partially why i had to move away mr mr chanticleer told me one morning rapping on my window i was sleeping upstairs on the second floor and rapping on my window with his beacon he he looked at me Mm mm-hmm and in my head he said we gotta get out i said okay how how soon did you leave after you heard that message from him well i wrapped up everything in my bed sheet we got out here on the next train we did you bring mr chanticleer with you mr chanticleer is down there at the zoo with me yes oh okay so people if you want to come down and see would you say it's the world's largest ostrich well if it's not it's going to be if it keeps eating like it does how big is he now? So that was how many years ago that you moved here? Uh, that was, let's see, that was about 12 years ago. Okay. So he's grown since then. Oh, substantially. We keep him in a special silo. A silo? and Like yes. a, a silo you see when you're driving out uh, Highway Double D? A grain silo. You see, oh, wow. Yes. He is. He's a big ostrich. Like I said, he's grown substantially. And there's something about the water in this town, the, the air. It's so clean, crisp. Good for the heart, good for the soul. It is. We're at we're at the perfect elevation. There's a great mix of weather, mm-hmm. and everything just brings in. Yeah, and uh, you know the folks here in town really do seem to appreciate them. Just from being in that silo, you see his little head poking out from the top. But it's not so little. He's got. He's probably got a, a head the size of I don't know, About a small car, size of a bus. He's big bus. No, like I, I'm amazed at how many people have just embraced this giant ostrich I brought from home. Mr. Chanticleer, he doesn't like to be called ostrich, but it seems as if that he is drawing in crowds by the hundreds. So we've had an increase in, visit- Absolutely. in visitors. And with that increase in visitors, that has caused us to renovate, expand, and add new attractions there at the zoo. Well, that's fantastic. So, so we're adding on we're expanding the zoo we're renovating it this all sounds like the the zoo is the place to be in town it is the number one place so to take it, a first date it's fant- first date that's what the kids are saying all the kids in town mr so if, you're, if you're looking don't go to the driving don't go to the movies don't go there go to the zoo mr chanticleer tells me he sees first dates every day every day down there at the zoo yeah his silo is off to the side not directly in there. He kind of oversees everything. Uh-huh. He, uh... What's that? No, no, nothing. It shall be done. I'm sorry. Can you just backtrack? Who? You're looking through the glass. Is there someone... No. Uh, Mr. Chanticleer sent me a, mess, a voicemail. Oh. Okay. In my brain. 
Is he listening right now? Is he listening to this conversation? It, he probably wouldn't like to. Yeah, no, uh, so like I said, uh, we've had to expand and add several new attractions to the to the Bison Crest Zoo there. I believe I touched on before, but I'm diagnosed with crazy voice. It comes and goes. I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. Is that a self-diagnosis? Mr. Chanticleer has diagnosed me with crazy voice. I see. Okay, that's interesting. So while, while we're on the topic and while you're here, what can you tell me about some of these new attractions, some of these new renovations? What, what can people expect to see at the zoo? Well, if you come on down, I believe I touched on it before, but we did have to install a new koi pond. And this that's one, right, yep. this new koi pond, is ten times deeper than the last. Ten times deeper. The ten. last one was a thousand feet, and this one you're telling me is ten thousand feet deep. That's correct. We have hit a natural air pocket that has filled up with natural spring water, and it's now a real treat. It's an underwater cavern. Oh wow! So are are people allowed to go down there, and they they can rent a submersible, go scuba diving in the koi pond? It is not recommended by Mister Chanticleer, but some people have gone down that hole and not not come back. How many would you say? How many feathers are there on an ostrich? Well, it's it's, it's kind of interesting you say that because I'm, I'm scrolling through this news again and I'm not seeing anything in the papers about about any people missing in the koi pond. Yep. Yep. Mr. Mr. Chanticleer does a real good job. PR expert extraordinaire. He does a real good job just clearing stuff out for us. Yeah. Wow. When things go awry. Is there anything this ostrich can't do? You tell me. Mr. Chanticleer. Anything Mr. Chanticleer can't do. You will not speak directly to him. Okay, understood. He will speak to you when you are ready. I understand. I apologize if he's listening. You know, and you know it's the strangest thing. Ever since you walked in here, I've got this like weird itch in the back of my head. Yeah, you'll get used to it. But like I said, anyway. What? So yeah, tell me more about that. So yeah, pond. so we had to. Uh, we dug a new koi pond and uh, we opened up ca- uh, caverns down there, and it almost seems like there's a creature of some sorts. That's really? Been, yeah, it's every now and then we'll see a tentacle come up and grab somebody. We don't know what and it what's, is. What's the procedure when something like that happens? You guys grab tasers or you... We close early. You just, the <laughs> just you just close up shop and you're like, all right, everyone the zoo's closed, tentacle got somebody. Mr. Sean Claire, he's like, shut up, shut up. Does he, so he closed, he makes a decision on when to close the zoo. He's in charge. He is in charge. Yes. Is he, would you call Mr. Sean your boss? Well, he writes checks. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, if you're not convinced yet to come visit the zoo. And we, we've we got an exciting new primate exhibit. That really? Do tell. We, Mr. Sean and his high intelligence, Lord Almighty, has developed these primates, that of which you have never seen before. I'm going to have you backtrack a second. You said developed. Are you, tell- are you telling me this ostrich is creating new animals? He's got a way about him, that's for sure. He, okay. has a, he has a team of scientists working underneath him in that silo. I don't know what they do in there. Are you allowed in the silo? No, sir. What if you need to speak to Mr. Chanticleer? He'll speak to me. Understood. I f- yeah, shiver. I feel that itching again. No, he has developed a new species of primate uh, specifically for the Bison Crest uh, crematorium, uh, Zoo. One of a kind. One of a kind. Uh, yes, these primates, we call them face rippers. Uh, is that just an ironic, it's, it's a funny term, they got scars on their faces because they're made that way? or uh... No, it seems like, seems as if these primates have almost taken the long arm of the law into their own hands. Um, and with Mr. Chanticleer speaking through them, 
and acting as his uh, his uh, his his, his uh, guardsmen, his police force. Well, I won't say they're police, but his they're enforcers. definitely guards. His Enforce, enforcers. That's the word. Yes. Sorry, so Mr. Sean for I understand. We uh, so we have some. <coughs> we have a, a giant, the world's largest ostrich. There's a big old ostrich out there, and he's got uh, <coughs> yes. uh, lots of face ripper monkeys. Uh, actually, now that you say no, that, no, no, we call them face ripper primates. Uh, you see, any any why is that? There's been a few cases lately. Uh, you might have uh, you mentioned in the headlines of that yeah, in the, one of the uh, oldest uh, ladies the in town. Graves, yeah, she she tried getting a face transplant, but it was un- unsuccessful. The sole reason why she needed that new face at 106, how old was she? 112. 100, she needed a new face at 112 because, well, that shit's real loose. And you get it right next to a face ripper, it's going to stretch it till it pops. I don't think I want to be anywhere close to any of these monkeys. No, they... Uh, they but it's safe. The the zoo is safe. So it's Everything's enclosed. Okay. Uh, so it is safe if you want to come visit. Yeah, come, we and, have come and make a wish in the koi pond. Great throw, exhibits. Throw a penny down there. If Mr. Chanticleer speaks to you... You just comply. Now, as as we mentioned before, I had an open house where you and I met. That's right. And I'm no longer at that location. Right. Uh, and how long have you? How long did you move out? I was forced out uh, by the city, or did did you no, not pay it your was, rent? It was a dark force came to me in the night, took me away. Aliens. And, no, I. You know, I think aliens would have been much kinder to my my body. Uh, no, these seem to Dear almost. Lord. These were face rippers. Oh, so the monkeys, the primates, the primates came and visited yes. you. The primates, face rippers came, ripped me from my home, and uh, have kept me here at the zoo for what I'm being told for all eternity. But, but you're here now. You're in our studio. That may be true, but under the watchful eye of Lord Almighty, Mr. Chanticleer, and our face ripper enforcers, I'm, I'm not in harm's way, that's for sure. Well, that's, I, I'm glad you're safe for now. That's good, because that's important. Because anyone who comes to Bison Crest, we are a very safe community. We have little to no crime. As Dusty said, everything at the zoo is enclosed. It's a real safe place to live. <coughs> but but getting back a little bit, uh, just taking a few steps back. So <coughs> you came here with Mr. Chanticleer, started working at the zoo. Yeah. Um, Aside from your ostrich farm, did you work at any other zoos previously? Oh, uh, Did you just come straight here from your farm? Well, it was kind of like I fell asleep one night, woke up. Mr. Chanticleer told us we need to leave, and that was it. Um, and next thing you knew, you woke up here in Bison Crest. I, yeah. I don't remember flying here. I don't remember taking a train, boat, car. Hmm. <coughs> that is strange. I know. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, I just... I woke up, took me somewhere, and here I am. Serving the good folks of Bison Crest. That's with right. With my knowledge of animal expertise and uh, keeping them safe from them uh, face rippers. You, you certainly do know a lot about animals. If you if you had to say, if you had to pick an animal, what would you say your favorite animal is? Absolutely, without a doubt, no questions asked, Mr. Chanticleer. Oh, oh okay. It's an ostrich. So it's all ostrich. You you love ostrich. Ostrich just is your favorite big, animal. Just a big old bright ball of light I see every morning. He is my sun. He is. So if if not for him, the sun would not shine. He is my light, my my glory. Without him, I would cease to exist. Oh wow. Well, so are there are there any other exhibits that are that are going to be in the zoo? Oh sure, yeah, we okay. got a new Let's exhibit. Let's hear about them. 
We got a new exhibit coming up, uh, a special thing cooked up by the primates. And, and what would that be? Well, you see, it, it almost seems like their intellect is <coughs> evolving, and they've taken to wearing lab coats and doing scientific tests. Really? Wow. Um, on the other animals throughout the zoo. Um, they were testing on some hippopotamuses we had. And you say testing. What kind of testing are the, the primates doing on these? I couldn't tell just by looking at the test tubes and syringes, but it did look like they were doing some genetic test, trying to engineer something that was never been seen before. Hmm. That's fascinating. How is it, do you think, that these, these primates grew to be so smart? Well, I think Mr. I have no idea. Oh. It, it, sounded, like, it sounded like for a second you were going to say something. And then you kind of took a pause. Nope, I did not. I was just positive. So you just really positive. Okay. Nothing. Um, nothing weird going on here, except for that kraken that's underneath the zoo. There's a kraken under the zoo. Is that what's in the koi pond? It's in the caverns. Yeah. Oh, and we know it's a kraken, the mythological beast. We've confirmed it. With have we done any other testing? It's been released. Has it? Yeah. I, I must have missed. Oh. Russell's actually handed me a paper now. It looks like it was just announced this morning. That Kraken in the Koi Pond. Come on down to the festival, Kraken in the Koi Pond at the Bison Crest Zoo. Starting, uh, what's that? Starting this afternoon. Bring your kids, bring all your kids. Uh, we gotta make sure there'll be popcorn and ice cream at the front gate. Be sure to get your fill. Plump up. That sounds good. Plump up to the Kraken in the Koi Pond. We'll come on down and just toss those kids down in the hole. Um, so it sounds like there's some swimming going on this afternoon in the Koi Pond. Big event. Swimming, exactly. Okay, well, that sounds fun. Test so your skill. Dive to the bottom. Never come up. If you guys are listening to this, it sounds like there's quite a shindig going on in the Koi Pond. Uh, Dusty, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what does what his day-to-day look like at the zoo? And then what does it mean to be part of Bison Crest? Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Keep listening, folks. You're listening to BCWB, the Bison Crest weekly broadcast. Stay tuned and listen to these messages from our local sponsors. Hey, friends, are you tired of the same boring food offered by those big box retailers? Looking for something a little more exotic and exciting? Come and join us for our grand reopening of the Bison Crest Giggly Tiggly, your one-stop shop for the finest food all under the sun. We have risen from the ashes of the past and are offering red-hot burning savings on all the finest meats and cheeses. Join us Wednesday, August 1st, for our grand reopening just a block west of the tire fire on Double D Highway. Bring the kids! Sorry, I have to think. I hate to break in here, but we are recording now. Oh, Russell, thank you for coming back. Could you close the door? Are we recording? Close the door. There we go. Door is closed most of the way. Um, Hey, everyone. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for doing that. I'll let a little fresh air in here. (coughs) There we go. Sorry, Um, I just had to run outside uh, during that break. I needed to talk to somebody that's that's fine and that's why we have breaks because not not everyone can just sit here and, and do the do the podcast for a whole hour or however long these end up being um we hope you guys like that message that was from a local eatery if you happen to come visit it's bison Crest, delicious go check them out they're great they're sourced directly from part of the zoo they're sourced from the zoo yeah. so so is does the zoo have a branch that 
create animals for for meat purposes? Absolutely, yeah. The uh, the primate scientists, the the face rippers, uh, they do. And is is that common with zoos? Do all zoos do that, or is that is no, that something unique to Bison Crest? It's really something special we have here at home at Bison Crest. Wow, that's that's another reason to come pay us to visit. We got things no one else can find anywhere else. It's really fascinating. What what more can you tell me? That's all I can tell you. Okay, I understand. You you seem to be talk, taking a lot of long pauses. I just get uh, Mr. Chanticleer sends messages directly into my brain. No oh, matter where he is, did he get you? He's uh, something got me. He's probably just saying hello. Mosquito or I don't know what it was. I feel so. Oh, speaking of skeeters, we got big skeeters down in the down the zoo there in the uh, alligator habitat. Alligator habitat. Yeah. How, how big are those mosquitoes down there? Like a, a size of a quarter, half dollar, a, a dime even? You ever seen a compact disc? Like CD. Like a size, size of a DVD player. Movie. A, a DVD. Not a DVD player, no, certainly just not. Just the disc itself. They haven't grown in. that big in a long time, not a couple seasons. But no, they're about the size of a CD player, uh, uh, CD compact disc. Okay. That's, wow, oh my God. That's like yeah. a small bird. Yeah, it it really uh, is. Back up. So, how big are the alligators? If you get if you've got mosquitoes the size of a CD, the alligators have, are they normal size? That doesn't connect. They just have rich blood. Oh, okay. That's right. Rich blood. Enriched blood. Enriched. Okay, yeah. that, that clears things up. Every every now and now and then in the early mornings, uh, when the sun is just coming up, there's a little fog coming off the bog there. Uh, where we keep them alligators. So and we got we got a bog, we got a koi pond, yeah. we got uh, an ostrich silo. It's not part of the zoo, but it's on the it's side. A, it's not part of the zoo, but you can see it from the zoo. Absolutely, it, the, it overlooks the entire facility. We got the <laughs> <laughs> we got the we got the primate exhibit, face rippers, the, the face rippers, and what other exhibits are there in the zoo? Uh, sounds like we have quite a few. Do we have a, a special exhibit? For the, the new animals that the primate scientists come up with? Yes, but it is enclosed. We do have to do several several months of uh, extensive testing just to make sure they are safe uh-huh. and ready to be released into the wild. I mean, into their enclosures. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that so. Um, we're, not, we're not releasing these enriched animals into the wild God, surrounding no, Bison Crest. No, we keep them in their own enclosure. But... but Back to, back to you guys producing meat, and then we can get on to the day to day. So you said that Bison Crest is unique because it does have a a portion of the zoo that's yes. dedicated to raising animals for their meat. Yes. So tell us more about that. Well, any time we have a experimental subject pass on and not survive the initial testing, we will process that said meat into foodstuffs. And uh, what is what is that initial testing? So let's let's do this. So I'm going to pretend for a second that I am a, a newly introduced animal at the Bison Crest Zoo, and I've got to go through some testing. What can I expect? Well, sure. Hey, little fella. Looks like you're awake from your coma that we have put you in just to draw a little blood. That's all. Okay. Your cage is open. Feel free to run. Okay, so run I'm gonna, as fast as you can. I'm gonna wake up and them, start running. Them primates are gonna tear you down. They and will so tear you down, and bring you back to me. Time out. So I I wake up. I I briefly explain what's happened, and I probably can't understand what you're saying. I don't speak all languages, but right. Mister um, Chanticleer makes just, it clear to me that I can I get my point across. I'm just let loose and sent running 
Yes, you're set free. You're running as fast as you can. And then the primates come chasing after me, and my goal is to... Outrun the primates. Outrun. If you can outrun these face rippers... For how long? Until you escape. Oh. And if I don't escape, that's considered failed? That's considered foodstuffs. We send that down to the OK Kidley Widley. Okay, yeah. Our local plant there. Yep. They they process it, add spices, seasonings, make it taste real good. I'll, I, I think that's true. And this... Kidley Wiggly supplies all the meat for a lot of the restaurants in town. That's right. Small small community. That's you know what? That's what I noticed. Local. You you buy local, you eat local. You stay local. You stay local. You support the community. You will never leave. And that's that's what it's all about. Mr. Chanticleer will not let you leave. I'm gonna ask you again because I don't think I got a clear answer. Why sure, what can I do for you? Is, I'm sitting right here. Is Mr. Chanticleer listening to this conversation right now? Do we need to turn off the microphones and have an offline conversation? I can possibly say no. Okay, but you're... Okay, yeah, you're... He's not... He's not listening at all. He's he's nodding his head. Dusty, I it's okay. I think this whole thing about the giant ostrich and being God is... He... He sees all. Oh, my God. Yeah. He'll get you in your sleep. <laughs> what was the question? So we wanted to learn a little bit more about what is what is what does it look like to be a zookeeper? If, oh. if you've got if we've got any kids at home listening, what is it like when they say, you know what, I want to be a zookeeper when I grow up? What can they expect? What's your day to day look like here at the zoo? Children of Bison Crest, let me tell you, if you're a lover of animals and you want to come on down and work at the zoo with me and Mr. John declaring the face rippers, not a band. Uh, just, just feel free to ask anytime you're down here. Throwing pennies in the koi pond. Hell. And what yeah. do they ask? They just go up to anyone who works at the zoo yeah, and say, "Hey, I want to, I want to talk to Dusty. I want a job." Okay. We'll hire really anybody. Um, but as as far as like day to day operations. Yeah. So you 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 show up at sure. the zoo. You wake up. What's going on? No, I don't show up. I wake up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the face rippers they rattle my cage, tell me it's time to get to work. So they talk too. No, they or do just they speak through Mr. Shanta. It's all action, very aggressive, very so aggressive. They're shaking and shouting, and, and you know, okay, I better I better get up and I better quit dreaming I'm not here and get up, get my ass out that cage and do some goddamn work. If they look, sometimes before the before the face rippers come before the face rippers come wake wake me up. Mm-hmm. I look over at the alligator exhibit, and I see them. I see them. They're just riding on the backs of alligators, catching them damn mosquitoes. And then do they eat the mosquitoes, or what Absolutely. are they doing with them? They oh eat those mosquitoes. And it seems like there's more monkeys every day. Sorry, face rippers. There's more face rippers every day I wake up. That sounds like a no, no home I would want to live in. I'd really like to get out of there. Would you now? Oh. Yes. Uh. I retract that statement. I okay. love, yeah, we, I love we, my home. We don't have to include I love it. my primate overlords. And uh, Mr. Chanticleer, I do declare he is, he is my love one and only. Right. Um, okay, so you get you get woken up by the monkeys. and They wake me up. And then, and then I, what do you do? They just toss you out of your cage and you start feeding them? No, uh, I go about. I, I stand at the front gate, collect tickets. Okay. Uh, I scoop the poop. Yep. Pretty from the, from the other animals. zookeeper stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Now, do you guys, what do you guys use to poop for? 
Do you just toss it away? Or do you recycle? What do you do it for? The zoo is all, all natural. It runs on renewable energy. That's great. We're burning the dung. That's that big smokestack you see out yeah, there. Yeah, So, so when I mean, you guys... You can see it from the highway coming into town. When you guys are driving in uh, from Double D Highway and you see that big silo stack looking thing, not the silo with Mr. Chanticleer, but we got a stack that provides it. all the energy for the town. You're, so that's all renewable energy? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, wow, it's that's a, incredible. I didn't know that. I mean, we, we've got such a quantity of burnable fuel coming out of the animals at our zoo that we can essentially just burn forever wow that's that's, it's like that's quite a statement it's like a tire fire that's never been put out (laughs) and that explains the smell as well yeah um but oddly enough the air around here is so fresh it's 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 life bringing yes it's amazing um i love it so after i love bison crest I love it too, and I'm proud. I love Boston crabs. I was I was born and raised here. Uh, you moved here and transplanted. It sounds like you already love it here. I love Boston crabs. Um, but let's yes, we've established. I'd this. hate to leave. I don't think you want to. I think you want to stay here a long time, I and we love I having can. you at the zoo. I can't. I can't leave. You can't. Oh. I love Boston crabs. Um. Okay, Dusty, we're going to uh, step back a bit. You talked about how you would teach classes at the zoo. Yeah. How many different classes do you guys put on down there? We teach one. Just a single class. Just one class. It's self-defense against the face rippers. And do you teach this class? In my own sort of way, yes. Okay, tell us more about that. Well, anytime I know, because from time to time the face rippers have to nap. They get tired from being so evil. Anytime they're asleep, I take any visitors at the zoo and I take them into my chambers, I say. So the face rippers all sleep at the same time. They don't sleep in shifts. It's like they've got a hive mentality. Okay. They that's all, interesting. If, if one of them falls asleep, the rest of them drop. They all fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, so don't haven't come. haven't found the queen So don't yet. come see the zoo when, when the apes are asleep. When the primates, the primates. Face, face rippers. When the face yeah. rippers are asleep, do not come to the zoo because it sounds like it's going to be boring because they're all just, they all well, fall asleep. no, come on down while they're asleep because you'll get to te- you'll get to be in my class self-defense against the face rippers. So what are you teaching in this class? What, what kind of self-defense techniques can you tell us about? Well, you want, first of all, you want to block your face because right they'll rip that thing right off. That's the first thing. They'll and throw it on the ground. One of them will pick it up and wear it as a mask. And so we haven't really delved into these face ripper primates can we talk about kind of what they look like how big are they and sure yeah uh well they they started out small uh how small well it was the existing primate exhibit okay that was there at bison crest and we used to have i think we had 13 or 14 different varieties of primates in that there are a few there uh but they all seem to conglomerate into the same kind of like a planet of the ape situation Uh uh-huh uh they're smart um Nonverbal communication. Uh, their faces are red, bright red, as if someone has ripped their own face off. Oh, wow. That's spooky. Uh, they've got white fur, uh, stand anywhere between three to eight feet tall. <laughs> Much Some people, you know what? Now, now, are the shorter ones children? Uh, you know, I think they're just smaller. I don't think there is a children Are, are they like little period. people? Like they get, no. they get real aggressive if you start talking about how small they are? No, uh, these, uh, they will attack at the littles slightest, you know. You could, you could look up and they'd be on your face ripping it right off. 
You could sneeze at a daisy, they'd tear your face. Sneeze right and off. They'll, they'll come get me. So any any type of sound is going to alert they're, them to hey, are, there's a face around here. They're constantly on high alert. Yeah, and it seems as if you, you remember back what was it? Probably a few years ago, uh, one of the eight footers got out. Yeah. You know how they got white fur and the red yep, face? Yep. Yeah, I guess he got up in that mountain. People called, started calling him Yeti. Yeah. Uh, now that you say that, it does ring a few that. bells. Yeah, they, I don't think they He killed that, that hiker. I mean, normally, they just rip the face right off, and then we send him downtown to the plastic surgeon. We kind of have a deal going on. But is that a deal like you got an arrangement, or is that like, a, hey, get your face ripped off, get 50% off the transplant? No, just use the promo code. And what is the promo code? Bison Crest and temp- save 10% off at checkout. If you're using the Bison Crest Plastic Surgery Center and you need a face transplant, use code Bison Crest and get 10% off. That's right. If you've gotten your face ripped off by one of our face rippers, we'll help you out. Just head on down. Yeah. We're, we're a community here and we work together to provide the most and just make this a better place. To they work. never caught that Yeti, though. No, they didn't. Uh, he hasn't been seen in a couple of years, though. No, he probably got way too big. Yeah, um, I'm thinking a, a fell asleep for a long time. Creature like that uh, probably died a long time ago. Well, you said fell asleep, so hibernation. When all the other all the other face rippers in town in the zoo fall asleep, does this? Bi- do you think this big face ripper falls asleep up in the mountains? Personally, I think that he's been asleep for what. What is it? I comply. Nothing more to say about that. Okay. Um, are you sure? You can you can write it down if you need to write it down. Actually, oh. I've R- lost Russell's all motor skills. Hand, Russell's handing me a note here. It looks like it's it's a crude drawing of, uh looks like some. Come on down to the Kraken. Uh, Kraken in the Koi Pond. Uh, it's going to be a big festival. He's, Bring the he's kids. handing me this picture of some, some lightning bolts next to a gun. Does this mean anything to you? Some would say that's a cry for help. Others, weak people, would say that's a cry for help. Strong men like myself who have been embraced by the love and life force giving that is Mr. Shot Declare, uh, someone's, they would call that a, a, a taser gun. Oh. Okay, so is there... I identify that. It looks like Russell's, Russell's not too sure where this came from. He's just kind of... Okay. It looks like it just kind of showed up here. Anywho... They'll kill us all. Who? Dusty, it's okay. I love Bison Crest. Dusty, it's okay to talk about it. You're safe here. We've got... We're in the basement of the town hall. You can tell us. Next to the boiler room. Who is that? That's just Russell. He's the producer. He comes He's a on. little person. Tiny little thing. He's he's shorter than most, yes. He looks like a, a face ripper with a normal human face. No, I... Russell, I respect your your business. Thank you. Let's let's try and get back onto this. Are you okay over there, Henry? They shoot me with the taser. Do they? I had a feeling that's what that note meant. Yeah. How often? Any chance they get really? <laughs> so they just they they keep you in your cage and during the day. So you yeah. teach us one class, but only when they fall asleep. Only when they sleep. What happens when they're awake? They just tase. Well, they tase tase the hell out of me. Tase you over and over and over. Get me to do work. What Build kind of, a pyramid. You're building a pyramid. Are you building it by yourself? Yeah. Me and the other zookeepers. How many zookeepers are there? Me and my friends. <laughs> There's How? about four or five of us. 
You can't tell us apart. We all look alike. How, how big is this pyramid going to be when it's all done? As big as they need to hide. <laughs> they say it's a tomb tomb for something. Huh. I don't know. We'll see when and, we get and what there. And happens, what happens if you you just plain out refuse or telling you to move stones? Are you moving them like the Egyptians? Are you, do you have, like, logs set out in the in the zoo? Mr. Chanticleer has given me the tools I need to build that pyramid for him. Uh, build a pyramid. A monument for and Bison Crest. I love <coughs> Bison Crest. And when when this pyramid's complete, is it going to be uh, is it going to be part of the zoo attraction? It very well could be. Mainly, I believe it's a power source. Really? Wow, that's fascinating. So you heard it here, folks. There's a come there's on a, down to Cracklin in the in the corn there's pond. There's a lot of things going on down at the zoo. We've got we got the new koi pond. It's thousand deeper, feet deep. Ten thousand feet. Ten thousand feet deep. Old one was a thousand. Filled first in. first thousand. A, you hold your breath. We got a kraken at the bottom of the koi pond. We got kraken swimming with kraken this afternoon. Come on down, uh, kraken with, in the koi snacks. pond. Bring the kids. We got ice cream, popcorn, fan those puppies right up. Jump in. It's going to be lots of fun. Uh, it sounds like Bison Crest is debuting new animals that are being created daily. Daily, brand new animals. Well, those ones that survived the test. Yeah, uh, you're not going to find that anywhere else. Um, and we got the world's largest ostrich. So why why would anyone not come visit the zoo? I can't think of any reasons. Absolutely, and and don't forget, ten percent off at checkout. We use the code Bison Crest down the plastic search. That's right. Get your face replaced for ten percent off. And do they need do they need to have their face ripped off for the surgery? It's preferred. Okay. Yeah. So if you're if you're considering getting the surgery but you're you're not quite sure yet, just head on down to the zoo. Don't ask questions, don't think about it. Just come on down, we'll take care of that you. That decision will be made for you. We'll take care of you. <laughs> so Dusty, we're gonna move on to sure. um, our next question here. I want to get down to the heart of matters. What does it mean to you to be part of this community? What does it mean to call yourself a member of Bison Crest? This community has taught me so much. It's just really, speaking of heart, of the matter. Yeah. Yes. Bison Crest is full of heart. All, I see all these good good people walking around these streets when I do get out. And how, see, how often is that? How often do you get out from the zoo? Is this your first time out in months? I see people walking around these streets, and they are just lovely people. Real close-knit type Dusty, we can get you help. What was the question? I asked you, how long have you been trapped in the zoo? When was the last time no, you No, the got question out? before that, the question I want to answer, I can't is, answer. What does it mean to be a part of Bison Crest? Being part of Bison Crest means that I bring joy and love to children, visitors, inside and out of the zoo. Yes. Mr. Chanticleer. Is he saying something to you right now? What's he saying? Can you tell us what Mr. Chanticleer is saying? I'm sure our listeners would love to hear if he has a message. I comply. He's saying I'll comply, or you're saying you'll comply with what he's saying? I comply. I love Bison Crest. It's the best place to be. Come on down. Don't be shy. Come on down to the zoo. Bring your friends. Bring everybody. I love Bison Crest. It's great for first dates. We have the Absolutely. First crack date. and swim. Number one first date destination in Bison Crest, that's for sure. Well, I mean, there's not really too many other places. You got the museum, the movie theater, but it's kind of died down. Yeah, the Kraken's moved in underneath the movie theater. Really? Wow. Oh, can you imagine seeing Jaws? And Ooh. then instead of a shark coming out of the screen, you got a Kraken arm? I tell you what, that those caverns have, I think they're underneath the entire city. Wow. 
Well, let's hope. Let's hope they don't open up. Hey, fishing season's open. It is. Go catch your. Go catch you a kraken. Go catch a bass. Um, Dusty. Last thing before we sure. let you go, and it's been great having you here so far. But I'm I'm sure you're aware that part of the reason why we're doing this show is we're trying to get people to come in and visit Bison Crest, and we're trying to attract some some new people to come in and start businesses here in our little community. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on um, some new businesses coming in and getting started? Maybe even some bigger businesses with retail chains everywhere. How do you think they'll affect the town? Do you think that's good for us? Good for Bison Crest as a whole or me personally? Uh, Both. I think as a whole, Bison Crest would uh, benefit uh, from big businesses and jobs and opportunities brought by large retailers and such like that. But... Mr. Santaclair is is giving me a message. What is he saying? Um, He says no. No. He's just no? Just no. Okay. I guess he's not for it. He's normally not a negative person. He's real positive. He brings so much light into my life. Each morning I wake up, look through my bars in my cage, and I see that silo, and I remember... He's the reason. He is good. He is good. Is yeah. he? And why Why don't more people uh, know about this giant ostrich? He's in the silo. I've never... Do you ever have any plans to let him out of the silo? We built the silo around him. Oh. So is he, he, is he containing him? Is he trapped in there? It's amplifying his power. Oh. And what power would that be? It's okay to tell uh, us. Those face rippers are looking at me through the glass. Oh. Oh yes, they're they're looking rather intently. So I think that's they a good time. They are staring right at me. Dusty, thank you so much for coming on the thank show. Thank you, Henry. Come to my funeral. Um, it's been a real pleasure having you here, everyone. Just to remind you one last time, as Dusty's being escorted out here, um, we got the kraken at the koi pond later this afternoon. Kraken the zoo at the is koi great pond. for first dates. New animals every week, and be sure to come in, visit the zoo, say hi to Dusty. He can get you a job. And we have great exhibits for everyone to see. Call the police. Okay, everyone. I hope you enjoy that talk with Dusty Rogers, a zookeeper here at the Bison Crest Wildlife Preserve. Um, it has been fantastic having Dusty on the show. Um, a lot of interesting things, some great activities going on down at the zoo. We just hope you guys enjoyed our show. Um, if you guys like this show and want us to continue doing it, please let us know. We plan to have a lot more people from the town in, and it's going to be fantastic to get so many points of view on what's going on around us. Just to recap, our zoo is truly a one-of-a-kind place in the world. We've got tons of exhibits. We've got animals like you've never seen before. We've got a giant ostrich that you can come and see. We've got the face ripper primates. Um, not monkeys, as I was so quickly corrected by Dusty. And it's just a great place to be. It's a great place to bring your kids, and it's going to be so much fun when we get all these new exhibits open that they're under that they're putting in under all their renovations. And just to remind everyone once again, there is a fundraiser going on for the Bison Crest Animal Shelter at the City Heart Library this afternoon, as well as the Swimming with the Kraken at the Koi Pond at the Zoo. And the local 4-H club will be hosting their farmer's market this Saturday on Linen Street. And from all of us at BCWB, bye, son! BCWB. And we're clear. And we're out.
Mm. Get on out of my boiler room, boy. Get on out of my boiler room. You boys have been down here your past your time. 